Hello, welcome back to AFL.com.au. We're doing every club, club by club, in a shutdown report card. Today is Collingwood. I'm Cal Toomey. I'm joined by Mark McGowan. Hello, Mark. Cal, how are you, mate? Good, thank you. There's lots to talk about with the Pies because they were particularly Mm. impressive in round one. A smashing win over the Western Bulldogs, 52 points, uh, and outplayed the Bulldogs, who were the hype team of the summer, really, weren't they? Mm. Um, Did round one prove a lot of us just how underestimated the Pies might be? Yeah, I think it did. Um, I think most people probably thought the Pies would be around the mark again, but I think we were starting to think with the Bulldogs coming up, who is going to drop a little bit down? And I think Collingwood was starting to be a popular one in that. And when I say dropping down, it was only to sort of fifth or sixth. But I think even that's disrespecting just how good this side um, is this year and has been over the last couple of years. Obviously, a grand final two years ago, a prelim last year. Um, They're a really well-oiled machine. Um, A lot of veterans, a lot of proven performers. And not only that, they're really familiar with Nathan Buckley's system. And I think that's what really shone through against the Dogs. They really shut down their ball movement, really disciplined side, and they've got a lot of depth. And I think underrated young kids coming through as well. Uh, While you speak of all the young kids coming through, one of them was uh, making his debut against the Bulldogs. It was Tyler Brown. It was great to see his family Mm. in the stands. Uh, We wondered whether families would be allowed to go and watch their their son's uh, debut, but the AFL let them through. Um, and it was great to see Gavin Brown, the Collingwood champ in the stands, watching Tyler make his debut, and he's pretty good, wasn't he? I, I was really impressed. I mean, I, I remember reading a, an article from one of our colleagues, Ben Collins, about a year ago about Tyler, and um, in that he was comparing him to Nat Fife, which is, uh, which is going early. But, um, yep. he, geez, he looked good. Like, he's, he's a big midfielder, and he, look, he, he's got a lot of sort of maturation still to come, but... He didn't look out of place already. He looks really composed. He knows what he's doing out there. And there was one moment there where he dished off a handball to his you know, older brother, Callum, and Callum did a couple of sidesteps, kicked a goal. And I mean, they're the special moments we, we watch footy for. Um, Gavin, obviously, a great of the club. And, and Tyler and Callum now are, are showing some real potential as well. There's some good father-son bloodline at Collingwood. Josh Dacos is there too. And I actually mm. have another one coming for the Pies in two years too because Nick Dacos, he's eligible to join the Pies at the end of 2021. I'll put it out there right now, Mark. He's a top five pick next year. So um, he looks like an absolute star and he might be the best of the lot. So there's some exciting father-son and bloodlines there. How do you rate their young players? Yeah, look, as I touched on a bit earlier, they, they do have a lot of experience, talent, a lot of depth. So... We possibly haven't seen a lot of these young kids yet. We've seen little sort of fits and spurts of these guys and, and what they've got to offer at the, the next level. But um, I think already what we're seeing in the VFL and just the mix of them, I'd be really excited if I was a Pies fan. They're not only a contender right now, but they're looking really good. It even goes down to, you know, you, you talk about your Isaac Quainers and um, the, the last draft, you know, your Trent Biancos, Jay Rental. Rental was a, an emergency straight up. Um, yep. And they're pretty excited about the Irishman, Mark Keane, as well, and another big guy. So they've got a lot of ground covered at the moment, the Pies. I'd, I'd be pretty excited if I was a Pies fan. I don't think anyone would begrudge Collingwood getting to a grand final and winning a flag on the back of what their past two seasons have been. You mentioned mm. the grand final against West Coast, though. You know, they're a couple of minutes away from snatching that flag. And then even last year in the preliminary final, had that game gone a couple more minutes, they probably would have overrun the Giants too. So they've been right amongst it for a while. Do you think mm. the Magpies forward line, uh, that mix that they've got up there, is, is good enough to win big finals? Look, that, I think that's still the concern. They're, defensively, they're a magnificent side. That, that's not in doubt. 
Um, I think we saw last year against the very best side, so we're talking about the top eight, the finalists. Um, I think I looked into it, and only three times out of those 13 games against top eight rivals did they kick more than 11 goals. Um, look, the game, we're not seeing as many goals as we once did, but that's still a, a little bit of a concern for me. There was a bit of hype around that forward line a couple of years ago on the, on the run to the grand final. Obviously, we know they've got a couple of bigs, but mostly probably mediums in there getting the work done. Um, yep. You know, Jaden Stevenson types, Josh Thomas, um, Jamie Elliott, these Elliott, sort of guys. Yep. Yeah. Um, they need Mason Cox to stand up. I think there comes a point where that 2018 prelim, look, no one can take that away from him. It was enormous. We're, we're probably never going to see him play that well again, but he, he needs to do more for me. Um, we saw Darcy Cameron come in um, in the offseason from Sydney, and he's still got to prove himself as a forward, but he might challenge Mason if, if he doesn't bring more because at some point they need that really good, reliable, long target um, to really capitalise on what those other younger, uh, other smaller guys I, I mentioned before are doing as well at ground level. We've talked about their youth. Let's talk a little bit about those experienced types at the other end of their career, the likes of Lyndon Dunn, who's back on the list, Levi Greenwood, mm. Ben Reid, Travis Barco. Do you think any of them have a role to play this year when we hope games uh, get back up and running? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. They're all injured at the moment, um, as they have been over the last couple of years. Um, Lyndon's getting pretty close now, obviously back-to-back ACLs, but I think he was only a month away. So if the season had continued, he, he would have been ready to play some probably state league footy to start with. Um, you'd imagine now he'll be definitely right to go whenever the season resumes. But Levi Greenwood's a long way off. Then there's Ben Reid and, and Travis Varco, who... Certainly not in their prime, but I think particularly Reed showed last year, he's still got something to offer. And, and as, as I was touching on before around Mason Cox, if, if Mason Cox, Darcy Cameron, these guys aren't performing as that tall target in attack, it might be Reed who comes in and, and could be the, a difference maker potentially in, in September or maybe December we need to refer to it to now um, as far as when we're <laughs> going to see a grand final or finals. But um, it's, it's hard to see them being major players, but... I think it's smart. If you're, you're, a Collingwood, um, you're a Collingwood at the moment, you're thinking you can win a premiership at the moment and you want those guys who you can plug in if, if there are to be some injuries, which the Pies have had over the last few years. Now, we've kept Collingwood supporters hanging on the line and listening in, just leaving the biggest question till last. And this is over to you now, Mark. I want you to make a call on this one. I think I can guess what this is going to be. Uh, will Jordan Dugowie and Darcy Moore be made Pies in 2021? Yeah, well, look, I'm not going to sit here and give you a definitive answer because, you know what, none of us know. Um, you know what, they might not know. No, no, exactly right. We've seen, probably over the last couple of years particularly, just because they wait, you know, right until the, the, the very death now, it doesn't mean they're going. Um, it's a big decision these days to leave and to go and more will definitely have suitors. We already know clubs are asking about them. We already know clubs are willing to offer a huge amount of money to get them. So like, the, the real challenge for the Pies now is to see if they can fit them in to their salary cap to start with. Um, and, and secondly, uh, whether they can offer or get, get close enough to the deals that are being offered on the outside. Um, because I think they'd probably both be willing to, you'd assume, um, take a little bit less to stay at Collingwood. But the gap can't yep. be too big. We've seen in the past when the gap becomes too big, someone like a Jared Polek, for example, they might want to stay at their home club, but when a club like North Melbourne comes in and offers so much more than what um, what the power could, you, you just it's common sense. You've got to go. You've only got a limited time in the game, so they'll they'll definitely keep at least one of them. I don't think that's in any doubt. We're not they're not going to lose both, um, but I think there'd be some real worry in the back of their minds that one of these guys is going to be gone. 
Well, John DeGoe still hasn't got a manager at the moment. And no. Darcy Moore, I mean, the latest update was that they actually had kept talking in regards to their contract discussions in recent weeks. But as a result of lots of club football department staff being stood down last week, uh, I think those talks have been put on hold for the moment. So we'll see where those ones end up. Mark, ha- thanks for your time. Yeah. Having said that, Coach, just one last thing. I actually think they've done a pretty good job, the Fires, to be honest, yeah. in this situation. There's so much talk about the four guys, that the Pendlebury's and all these sort of guys as well that were had to be re-signed this year. They've done a pretty good job. I and mean, you look beyond those two we've mentioned, they don't have a great deal of other work to do. So they're going to be able to really hone in on these two and, and make sure their pies beyond this year. Let's see how they go, Mark. Thanks for your insight, as always. Good on you, Cal.